Hi, welcome to Fed Scoop Radio. I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Today I'm here with Sean Beerweiler, the Vice President of Public Sector for Hortonworks. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. How are you? It, I'm doing great as well. It's uh, great to catch up with you guys today and talk a lot about uh, open source and big data analytics and everything you guys are doing at Hortonworks. Um, we just shot a couple videos and talked about uh, a couple different things. Um, the first of which is, uh, you know, the way that public sector missions and environments are constantly changing and very unpredictable and how open source big data solutions can help uh, leaders do more with less and fulfill agency missions faster and at lower costs. Um, and I wanted to continue that, that discussion a little bit more here on the FedScoop Radio podcast and kind of discuss, you know, what we talked about. How is data processing, how is the data processing landscape changing from traditional data warehouses, if you will, to more contemporary platforms? Yeah, so I think there's been a couple of shifts. And the first one's cultural. Uh, you know, we, we like to say that every agency is a data agency, and that stems from the evolution that and the significance that data has taken in, in the lives and in the missions of our of our customers. If you look at traditional data warehouses and, and how data was used, it was, it was very transactional. Fast forward to today, and now it's at the center of really every decision and every uh, operational activity. And, and that stems from really three main areas of progression. The data itself has evolved significantly uh, from the structure very simple data of yesterday, very, as we mentioned, transactional, things like addresses and uh, unique identifiers. You could very easily set up the schema and you knew what was going in and you knew what was coming out. Uh, to today now, you have data in uh, infinite number of sources. You have images, you have videos, you have data encrypted within those things. And so that, that's just one simple use case. So, so the data itself has become very much more complex in terms of structure. Uh, the size varies significantly as well. So when you think about data and its increased complexity in terms of structure and size, they're coming from different sources. And so you've got so many different publishers on a network now to be able to do a data diagram of all your sources of data. It's become very complicated. Uh, when you look at the the volume as well, you know, we mentioned the, the the new sources of data and new publishers. It, agencies are drowning in data because there's so much of it. You have to be able to store it. You have to be able to process it. You have to be able to extrapolate the value from that data. And so that's become much more complicated and complex. All of that points to increased expectations and an and advanced use case of the data. So not only do you have more data that has more information that varies much more greatly, but now users expect to do more with it. And they not only expect to do uh, valuable things with their data, but they expect to extrapolate information and sharing data from other users' data. And so. What used to be very traditionally stovepiped and siloed now is uh, it's a mesh of data that's expected to be shared. And so it's exciting to see the evolution and the progression of the use cases, uh, but definitely a much more complicated and sophisticated environment. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, considering all these these different things and, and the, the, you know, how data is processed in this landscape and the move from traditional warehouses to the more contemporary platforms, you know, what are the primary benefits and challenges as you consider open source for big data? Sure. So 
when you think about open source for big data, you know, we talked about the evolution and the, this fast-paced uh, world. If you look at a traditional proprietary technology, the life cycle for them tends to be uh, much longer and the development cycle even longer. And so when you get a new release of a proprietary solution, it's often with you know, very old or antiquated solutions and it's solving the problems that were existed when the technology's development model started. You're also locked into that vendor's roadmap and that vendor's requirements and that vendor's relationships. Contrast that to an enterprise open source solution like Hortonworks, where we harness the uh, development model of, uh, of community, people that aren't paid by Hortonworks. A lot of our competitors, we code together in, to, in the development of solutions. And so what you get then is a very open solution that not only solves what people are trying to address today, but problems they foresee for tomorrow. Uh, more importantly, the fact that there are no barriers and no proprietary interfaces, it lends itself to a true best-of-breed solution. So when you think about data, Hortonworks addresses the, the platform piece, the infrastructure, but uh, the real value is extrapolated at the system level, and that's a combination of multiple solutions and multiple products and multiple vendors coming together. Uh, an interface and, and uh, capability for today's solution very well may not be a part of the solution next year, but given the fact of how we develop and how we go to market and how we work together, our customers are able to truly determine what their requirements are, what their needs are, and what solution best addresses those. Mm -hmm. And so very few of our customer solutions look identical because there's so many different pieces that go into that, um, but the end result is they're able to realize the efficiencies, the solutions, the results that they need, and it's it's really what they want, not what we're telling them that they have to yeah. have. Yeah, <clears throat> and then just to kind of wrap it all up, um, you know, put a bow on it, if you will, what recommendation, rec recommendations might you have for public sector institutions and their CIOs as they prepare for this exponential growth in big, big data that we've seen and will surely continue to see? So I think the, be the biggest recommendation that I would give is to consider uh, everything as possible. Uh, it's often difficult to, to make that cultural shift from something that you've always done yesterday and you convince yourself that that's the only way. Sure. Uh, technology has come a very long way and there are creative ways to do things better, cheaper, faster, smarter. And so oftentimes uh, the, the biggest challenge we have is not a technical hurdle, it's a cultural shift. Yeah. It's a deviation away from decades of decision making. And those were the right decisions then. Yesterday's decisions may not be the right decisions for tomorrow. And so uh, I, would concert, I would recommend that you go into it with a broad aperture and an open mind. And secondly, I would make sure that you focus on the requirements. and. Make sure that you understand what you're hoping to accomplish and, and not be pushed into the limitations of what your legacy solution can provide for you. Really uh, consider the art of the possible and talk to enterprise open source solutions like Hortonworks because if we can't do it, we have partners that often can and uh, we're able to really help in an incremental way expand solutions. And, and that's the key as well. Uh, a rip and replace model isn't sustainable, it's not efficient, and mm -hmm. there are ways to expand the capabilities of your traditional solution, accomplishing 
today's problems without throwing out your entire solution. Yeah. Well, all great insights, Sean. I appreciate your time giving us a little bit about the landscape and uh, kind of challenges, benefits, and where we go from here in open source. Um, Again, all great insights. So thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.